Welcome to the story in your head. I'm Ron Macklin. And I'm Michelle Masago. And today we're honored to have a special guest, Tanya Kohler. She's a mindset coach, a speaker, radio and podcast host, and the best-selling author of Breaking the Stupid Mold. Who is going to talk about limiting beliefs and false self. What are they and what do you do when you find one? especially in yourself. Welcome to the Story in Your Head podcast. I'm Ron Macklin. And I'm Michelle Masago. And today we have a guest, Tanya Collar. So welcome to our podcast. Ah, uh, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. So to get started, one of the things that I noticed that you had written about was this term called false self, right? What is, what is that for you or how could I use that? Well, I think that, you know, everybody can identify at some point in their life with having a false self, a false identity that does not feel authentic. So we, we all go through life sometimes living a lie. And that's based on our, our thoughts, our patterns, our habits, and our beliefs. And it's what I call a mold. So your mold encompasses all of that. And that is what is dictating your life. So it's like you have a, a silent dictator literally running in the background of your mind, controlling your thoughts, your actions, and, and everything that you're doing. So that is now our false self. It's the false identity that we have adopted as truth. Oftentimes, this false self is somebody else's reality, or it's what we believe to be true because what has been imprinted into our subconscious mind. And we live a life based on a falsehood. And that can never be a life that is truly going to allow you to reach your full potential. Unless you can, can sort of unwind some of those patterns, you are stuck living a life that doesn't feel truly like ourselves. So thank you. So now I'm like making up all these stories for myself and a little worried here. Um, <laughs> how do you know if you have or living a false self or how do you identify it? Well, that's a great question, Michelle. And I think the answer is actually quite easy. So take a look at your results. So what in your life is working? You know, what areas feel good, then that's great. Then that's more of the authentic self, you know, that, that's that, that's playing out. But if you have areas in your life where things are constantly, you know, in chaos and they're not working out and it's a struggle or you're meeting resistance and things are so tough and hard and you're living and stuck in lack, limitation and doubt, that's the false self. That's a self that has, you know, overrun who you truly are. And it's, it's something that everyone can identify with. And one of the things that I work with, you know, with my clients to help them start to, to identify what their limiting beliefs are, what their self false identity is, is to really start listening to your language. Language patterning is so indicative of what is going on, but we are completely usually, you know, oblivious to, to that. So we have no idea that we have this sort of program, you know, that is running our lives. It's, it's, on a subconscious level, but we can start to tap into that by listening to the language pattern because there is always a pattern. There will be a pattern. And so, you know, oftentimes, of course, affirmations are great, but many people use affirmations 
in a negative way on a very subconscious level. So if you start to tap into your language patterning and you'll see the patterns and I'll give you an example. So there'll be a phrase that you're probably, everybody has a phrase that they say often. And you'll start to realize that you say that phrase in situations where it's not really indicative of that moment. So I'll give you an example of my own. I found myself saying, I was mortified. I was mortified. I was mortified. I was mortified. And I thought, well, this experience was absolutely not mortifying. It, you know, it was very minimal. However, if you start to look back at, there was an experience that anyone's had that has created their language patterning. And so we start to, to, you know, take that same one situation and bring it into other situations in our lives. And so that becomes the trigger points. So if you find yourself overreacting, right? So anybody listening right now who has ever been in a relationship that, you know, and you've had an argument. So here's what happens. You have an argument with your partner and you know, you're, you're fighting about something that can be so trivial, but the reaction is explosive. The reaction is explosive because you're not actually reacting in the moment to what's happening. It's a trigger. So that has triggered something else inside of you. The layers that we have deep down through our, our moles. So those thoughts, the patterns and the habits and the beliefs that we have adopted as truth. It's that false identity that is taking over and running that experience for that person in that moment. Thank you, Tanya. That's great. So I, I'm guessing this is true for you as it is for everybody, right? But where was that moment in your life that came around when you, when, when you discovered this? What was, what was that moment or that situation you discovered this for yourself? Mm. Well, you know, for me, I absolutely had a, a pivotal moment in my life. And it was, I experienced a traumatic event that made me hyper aware of my, my thought pattern. And I started to check in and I thought, well, this is a very unusual reaction. And so why, why am I having this reaction? So I would start to listen and pay attention. So what I always tell people is you have to start to become aware of that pattern, you know, the beliefs that you have, the beliefs that we're stuck in and to, to really start to break that, that belief system and to break that pattern. So once you get the awareness, you're 75% of the way there. That's the hardest part. And so, so many of us live a life, you know, completely unconscious and oblivious to, to that pattern. Um, and that absolutely was me. You know, I, I, I had no idea how many limiting beliefs I had, but when I started to really hone in and pay attention to my thoughts and my behaviors, but again, the thoughts create the behaviors, right? So you want to pay attention to those thoughts. I, I really started to see clearly, you know, it was like a whole world opened up and I thought, wow, I am stuck in so many negative patterns. That is something that I developed and adopted through my childhood and my upbringing. So beliefs that I, that I held on to and I truly believed it. And so I prevented myself from really, you know, shining from, from living a life that I deserved. I felt unworthy, unlovable, and that manifested in so many different ways in my life. And what's important to know is that every single person on this planet is a unique, beautiful soul and is meant to have an extraordinary life. And we go through life feeling unworthy. And I get it. I lived that life for decades. And 
I know how, you know, small that feels and I know how uncomfortable that feels. And my mission in life is really to help other people. I learned how to reprogram my mind and to break those, those patterns and those habits and beliefs and to live a life that I love. You know, I'm doing what I love and I, I, I've always loved personal development, self-help. And to me, that's been amazing. And I've learned so much through, you know, reading and studying. And I love to study the mind and, and I love authors. So it's interesting because so many beautiful moments that I have, you know, learned through words, through, you know, reading a book, reading somebody else's story. And I believe that we all learn so much and it's, it's our job to share. I think, you know, knowledge and wisdom should be shared. And I feel called to share my experience because I know through my experience and my knowledge and my study and all the research that I've done that I can help people break their limiting mindset, to break the patterns because you deserve to live an extraordinary life. There's 7.8 billion people on this planet and there are no two people alike. And I really want people to understand that you want to be yourself. You know, let that beautiful, authentic self be at the forefront. And for me, I absolutely didn't didn't allow that because I was fearful that, well, if I outshine others, that I'm not going to be loved. If I outshine others, well, then I'm depriving them of something. But the universe is limitless. You're not depriving anybody. When you truly are living your authentic self and your best life, that is a gift. You're giving a, the gift of yourself to the world and also to yourself. Thanks. What I heard in there a little bit is this term limiting beliefs. And I think you described some of them and I'm kind of going through all these stories in my head. It's like, okay, I think I've got about 45 of them yeah. um, that I just went through <laughs> in the last 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah. But that's what I made up. Can you, can you describe that a little bit more? What do you do when you find one? Well, you, you don't want to challenge it. You want to absolutely challenge that, that belief. Now, you also don't want to blame yourself because that's going to, you know, you're going to get stuck in another pattern, right? Guilt and shame and blame. These are, these are not, not empowering emotions moving forward. So honor yourself for going through the experiences that you've had. And many people have had, you know, horrendous experiences and extreme challenges and, and adversity in their lives. And it's not diminishing any of that. I mean, that's a reality, right? But what you want to realize is that you can rise above any challenge. And those limiting beliefs, those limiting beliefs are simple things like, you know, a belief that, you know, I'm, I'm unlovable, I'm unworthy, I don't deserve right? That's a huge one for a lot of people. And in fact, one of the biggest, I think the bigger pandemic, you know, on the planet is the belief that I am unworthy. I'm not enough. And that is not true. You are born into an extraordinary world as an extraordinary being. You are worthy. But so many people, far too many people are stuck in that belief. And again, it's completely unconscious for, for so many people. It's on that subconscious level. So people are not aware of it. But if you really start to pay attention, you know, how do you treat yourself? What do you say to yourself? And there will be that program running in the mind, you know, that thought pattern. You know, again, I don't deserve, I'm not worthy. You know, these are huge ones that can absolutely be changed. You have to have the awareness that it's there, right? To start to look at that and to challenge it. So one way to challenge those beliefs is to just say the opposite. And for me, you know, affirmations were, were 
essential and what, what simple, a very simple affirmation that worked for me was because again, I had a belief that I was unworthy. And so I just flipped that. So what is the opposite of that? I deserve. There's two simple words that made a massive impact and change in my life. But as I say, it's like you, you need to have the, the willingness, the willingness to change. So if you're not satisfied with the life that you're living, if it doesn't feel authentic, if it doesn't feel right, and you know that you can you know, reach a different level, then honor yourself, make that commitment to make the change needed to get you to the next point in your life because you can get there. You absolutely can get there. Thank you, John. That's really powerful. And, and thank you for like the energy, but also like the thinking around that. One of the things we've noticed and we've been working with for a long time is a concept we call the scared self. It's about fear. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we have this in, internal voice that's always talking and it has a bias, right? It's scared. And mm-hmm. the last thing it ever wants anybody to ever know is that we're scared. So we hide those fears deep down inside. Mm-hmm. We make ourselves look good or make our Facebook page look good and make all that stuff look good. Like we're, we don't have any mm-hmm. fears. Mm-hmm. What do you have to say to folks who are sitting here listening to this podcast mm-hmm. and they're going like, I'm not afraid. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't let that out. Yeah. You know, that's a, a great point. And so many people are stuck in fear and fear is immobilizing on so many levels. And so, so what, what I would say to that, you know, when you have those fears, you know, honor them, embrace it, welcome it, welcome it in. You're human. That means that you're going to have a range of emotion. So the difference is that you can allow that negative emotion or fear to immobilize you, or you can use that fear to empower you to move forward. Momentum is key, right? So movement, you want to keep moving in life. So so what happens is, let's say someone's gone through a, a major challenge in their life and whatever that challenge looks like, everybody has their varying degrees, right? That could be loss of a loved one, that could be loss of a relationship, that could be, you know, really horrific experiences. But whatever those challenges are, or again, a smaller degree, you know, you have the ability to take a look at that situation and say, this is an opportunity. This is an opportunity for me to learn something about myself. This is an opportunity for me to express what's going on, you know, inside and feeling that range of emotion. You're human. Will you experience fear? Absolutely. Are you going to experience challenges in your life? Absolutely. But we don't have to let that experience control the rest of our, you know, reality. So if we look at a situation, feel and experience that, but don't live there. Don't live there. Every moment in life is meant to be temporary. All of them, the good and the bad, all of them, everything in between. But what happens is that sometimes we can hold on to one emotion, you know, one feeling and then get stuck there for a really long time. Right. And so that now becomes a victimhood mentality. You're stuck in victimhood. Poor me. Why did this happen? And, and, and oftentimes it's because people want to have answers. They can't believe that something has happened and they want to know why. And you're stuck in that. But sometimes, you know, you may never know why something has happened. And so you may never get the answer that you're looking for. So you want to move forward, move forward as best as you can process it. I'm not saying that, you know, you know, life is not difficult at times for some people. And then you're going to have those emotions where you're feeling upset and hurt. It's, it's very important to acknowledge your emotions because when you continually suppress your emotion, you know, that you're repressing and repressing and repressing. And that again leads to those moments where if somebody pushes 
pushes the trigger explosive reaction because it's just waiting to come out you know and if you're not processing it through you know healthier ways it will come out in ways that are maybe not the best ways for you to process that but your body's saying hey listen we need to do something about this right because remember that you know all of this all of the suppressed emotions you know can eventually lead to disease in the body so we want to handle those and I, and I I speak from experience. I suppressed my emotions for decades because I was that person that life is great. No, nothing bothers me. I'm good because I was the support for other people. I didn't know how to take that support from other people because I was the caregiver. I always was. I was there for everybody. But your needs first. And you have to remember that you of course you have needs everybody has needs you are the most important person in your life don't give up your power to somebody else and make their needs more important right and i know that's tough for some people to hear you know especially parents they go oh my god but my kids yeah but if you put yourself first and you feel good and you feel great and you feel authentic then you're giving your absolute best self to everybody around you and that is the best role model that you could possibly be when you are that authentic self, right? Because it allows and it gives other people permission to be their best selves. Yeah. So, so thank you very much. Wow. Uh, a lot to, a lot to sort of process here. Mm. So when you acknowledged your fears, right, mm -hmm. what difference did it make for you? What, what did it open up for you? So, you know, fears for me, yeah. I mean, like, as I said, I, I was like, well, my life is perfect or it, absolutely not, but I portrayed that so that everything was fine. So for me, a fear was, wow, how are people going to handle this if they realize? To me, that was very fearful. It's like, oh my gosh, like, what are they going to think of me? But what I realized is that, what do I think of myself? How do I want to live? Who, who is the person that I want to be? Uh, you know, I, I want to feel that, that, that ease and flow and have everything fall in place in life because synchronicities will start to happen. You know, when you can truly live that authentic life, synchronicities will show up. Things will appear for you. And things that, you know, when you're stuck in fear, you don't see them. So as I, as I mentioned, fear is so immobilizing. So we refuse to take action, the necessary action to get to the next level. You know, fear is procrastination, right? It's like, it's going to keep you stuck. You're going to procrastinate, procrastinate. You tell yourself a story. There's a story in your head that you're telling yourself about that, that experience. Then you justify it, you know, but really it's the fear. It's the fear that's taking over. So I always tell people, welcome the fear, embrace the fear. You know, this is this is an opportunity for growth and not just the fear. It's any challenges in life. I look at challenges now today in a completely different way. I'll say, all right, thank you. Thank you. I know there's something here for me to learn about myself, because oftentimes fear, you're going to project it onto somebody else. Right. I mean, that's giving up your power. So you take back that ownership. Right. And take that power back and embrace the fear. You can get through any situation in your life and you will get through any situation in your life because look at the past, you know, you've got through it, right? And so, as I said, every experience is meant to be temporary, the good and the bad. It's life is a cycle. And so honor the cycle, honor the journey and know that when you're in, you know, that low point, you will get to the next level. You will get to the next level. But in that space, you want to honor yourself 
and not blame or shame or criticize yourself. Just embrace the moment for, for what it is. It's a moment. It's a moment in time that is helping you become the next evolution of who you are. It's helping you become the, the best person that you can be. Oftentimes, our challenges we look at and we think that they're horrific and if you don't mine the experience, if you don't look for the gift, you may never find it. And I promise you, in all of life's challenges, there is a beautiful gift and there's a beautiful lesson. And I look at my life and the, and the biggest challenges that I've experienced, the greatest lessons of my entire life and has really been their blessings. To me, my greatest challenges are my greatest blessings. And I've discovered that because I took the time to pay attention and to look for it. And I encourage everybody to do that. And I'm talking about every challenge in life. There's a blessing in every single challenge in your life. Thanks, Tanya. Like I heard you speaking about, and what it showed up for me is believing in yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I'm also, I'm, I'm curious, what about believing in others? Do you have a practice around believing in others and telling them that you believe in them? Or what is your strategy or practices around how you believe in others. Mm. You know, that's interesting because those are uh, two separate things. You can have a, a strong belief in others, you know, be their, their best cheerleader, but have a disbelief in yourself. And so it is, it's, a, it's a wonderful thing. I absolutely love to empower people. I love to believe in people. I want to help people believe in themselves, you know, and so for a lot of people, it's, it's, it's easy to believe in others, but you can't bring that back to yourself. So I think what's the, the optimal solution is to have that, that strong belief in the self and also to believe in others and help propel people forward. So one thing I think is, is really key in, 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 in allowing yourself to believe in others is that you have to recognize that we are all individual. You have unique gifts and unique talents, and what you do is not taking away from anybody else. So oftentimes people compete. So instead of competing, you know, you got to look at that, you know, be a creator, create Create the life that you're meant to live, the life that is your life, and stop competing and comparing yourself to others, right? Because there's no two people that are alike, right? And your reality is your reality. So make it the best one that makes sense for you. A lot of people in life will listen to other people and they'll say, well, oh, my parents wanted me to do this. I, this was the expectation. So you're adopting somebody else's wants, somebody else's beliefs, what they think is right for you. You know best what is right for you and you need to honor that, right? And sometimes it means having a voice and speaking up for yourself, right? Because people will get to a point in their life and then they'll look back and they'll look back with regret, and regret, you know, that's not the best, that's not the best emotion. Now, you know, we can have regret on so many a, a smaller, you know, moments, but if you're living in regret, that's, it's, it's debilitating, you know, to your life. So thanks, Tanya. Switching up to topics a, a little bit, because I, I just curious. So your book, Breaking the Stupid Mold, what's the stupid mold? 
So the stupid mold, okay, so the mold, what I call a mold is the accumulation of our thoughts, our patterns, our habits, and our beliefs. And I call it a stupid mold. You know, it's, it's really a, a sort of a double entendre. So stupid because it's ridiculous having this mold that is running your life. And I call it a mold because a mold is like, just think of soft clay. Clay is malleable. It takes on any shape. So your thoughts, your patterns, your habits, and your beliefs are, is going to take the shape of that. And it becomes at some point when you're having all those same repetitive thoughts over and over and over again, the habits and the beliefs, the behaviors, then there's no more room for anything else. That's all that's there. And that becomes fixed and immovable until broken. And so I think it's really important to, to pay attention right to what's there. But another reason that I, that I called it the stupid mold is because that was one of my beliefs. I had a very deep, strong, limiting belief that I was stupid. And that came from something that my father said to me when I was four years old that ran my life for decades. It was a belief that ran my life for decades. And that's how so many people are living their lives, you know, living a, living a lie. That's not a reality. That's somebody else's belief that you have adopted. And so it's, it's so important to start to shine a light on that and take a look at, well, is this true? Is, is this mine? Who, where did I get this from? So if we look at our, our, our limiting beliefs, they can stem back many generations and we're adopting the behaviors of, you know, our ancestors. And if we really can start to unwind that, you can create, you know, the reality that is going to be the best for you. And I think that is so important to really take a look at, you know, what is going on? Does this feel right? And even trauma. So there's, there's, you know, if you look at trauma, trauma can also be inherited, but three generations. So there's transgenerational epigenetic inheritance, and that is that, you know, inheriting the trauma from somebody else. So is that your reality? No, it's not yours. So question it. If something shows up and it doesn't feel like yours, well, there's a really good chance that it's not yours. So you want to unwind that, undo it and, and know that, hey, well, then what do I want? So, you know, obviously limiting beliefs create the stories in your head. They create that story and that's a story that you're going to live out. So I want to encourage people to start challenging that, to create a new story, to create the story that you want. What is it that you want in life? And so if you ask yourself that question, that's a really great indicator as well of what your limiting beliefs are, because you're going to come up with so many reasons why you can't really have what you want. These are excuses that we tell ourselves. It's that fear that takes over, right? Step through it, step past that fear, step to the other side of greatness because it's there. It's there simultaneously. It's there. It's a choice. It's really powerful, Tanya. Thank you. We, we hold that the pandemic, which is terrible, it's also like a catalyst. It's pulling everything that was out 15 to 20 years right to today. What mm -hmm. are the new skills are going to be required or what new way of being is going to be required for what's next in the post-pandemic life? Well, you know, I think the pandemic is a beautiful indicator of how connected we all are and how important connection is. And if we want to live our best lives, we don't do that by ourselves. 
you know, there's power in numbers. You know, we want it. We want people around us who empower us, who can, you know, encourage us to get to the next level. And I think it's really important to 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 recognize that and know that we collectively can all rise together. You know, and and the pandemic has been a beautiful blessing. This is an opportunity for people to really start to see and value what is important. We we've you know, we've all gotten, I think at some point or other stuck in the, the, you know, the materialism of, of life and striving and doing more. We believe we have to do more, be more, work harder, have more, but really what's, what is, what is the most important thing? And we found that, I think, discovered that in this, this pandemic, it is, you know, the connection. We need connection to thrive. We absolutely need connection. And I think that's been, you know, clearer than ever. This is also an opportunity where people can now take a look at their experience and say, am I doing what I love? Maybe this is an opportunity now to start that business that you've been, you know, wanting to start, you know, have that, that, that career that you want, or maybe it's that you've discovered that you don't want to work that hard anymore and you want to spend more time with family because that is what fulfills your soul, you know, find what fulfills your soul. And I think that, you know, in, in terms of moving forward, I think it's our inner technology, our inner being, our inner technology is really what's going to be the foundation of, of taking your life to the next level. And when you can get your life right then everything starts to work around you. And I think oftentimes the focus is on other people. And so if we come back to our inner technology, then we can absolutely start to create a new world together. Yeah, thank you. So part of our focus for our podcast is those stories in your head, and you've been talking about them almost almost the whole time that we're here. Is there something you'd like to share with our listeners about you or why you're doing this or what you would have for them want to share with them yeah thank you thank you ron so i would say that it's really important for your listeners to to you know, understand that their their mindset is is truly like a muscle. You know, a muscle needs to be you know strengthened and conditioned. So we want to cultivate that mindset that's going to empower you to get to the next level. You know, we all know that we you know you work out and you're working on your you know you know your biceps, your triceps, and your abs, right? So your mindset is also you know it needs it needs a good workout. And so really remember that you want to adopt a growth mindset versus being stuck in a fixed mindset. You want to know that, you know, with neuroplasticity, again, the mind is malleable. We can always learn. We are always learning and growing, you know, thoughts that fire together, wire together, right? So it's like this, you've got this neural network together. And when you have the same thought patterns over and over and over again, that is going to become your reality. You're creating more of this. So if we understand this, then what we want to do is we want to start creating these wonderful thoughts, thoughts that empower us, thoughts that make us feel, you know, worthy, know that we're worthy. It's not just a feeling, it's a knowing, right? That you're worthy. And then you're going to create more of that reality. So I think it's so important to have that growth mindset. You know, read books, learn from other people. Biographies are wonderful for people who have succeeded. Watch your language pattern. You know, listen to the words that you tell yourself. You know, are you encouraging yourself? Or are you tearing yourself down? Listen, you know, we've all, we've all, 
you know, failed, right? It's a perception. Your failures are a perception. But we've all had experiences in our lives that, you know, things didn't work out the way that they we wanted them to. But there is a gift in that experience. So take a look at it. So why didn't it work out? So what's my next opportunity? How can I you know, move forward in a way that I can change that experience the next time? What can I learn from that? And just know that everything is happening and things happen for you, usually to bring you to the, the next level, to propel you forward, if you can actually step aside sometimes and take a look. And so, as I said, affirmations are, are wonderful to start to reprogram the subconscious mind. So you want to imprint the subconscious. When you have those negative patterns, you, you definitely want to start creating those new patterns to create those new neural networks that are going to help you. So a great way to do that is through affirmations, you know, practicing gratitude, gratitude. Oh my gosh. If you can start to bring in gratitude daily, find something to be grateful for. And there's always something to be grateful for when you start to look and you'll see more and you'll see more. If you can adopt gratitude in your life, that is a game changer, an absolute game changer. And I will tell you this, that you can be grateful in the most challenging moments in your life. And if you can find the gratitude in that moment, that's going to shift the feeling. It will shift that feeling in that moment for you as well. Thank you, Tanya. And I'd like to just wrap up by saying it's been a pleasure to create with you today. I love your, your message. I love your stand. I love where you're going. I would just love to check in with you in like four years and go just to see where the difference you've made in the world. And uh, so thank you for being on our show today. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. I'm thinking all about my limiting beliefs, which ones I can uh, blow up and recreate and recraft with my story. So I want to thank you for that. And I'm going to check in with myself in four years and see how, <laughs> how I've done with some of the things that I learned from today. I love that. I love that. You know, we absolutely putting yourself first, right? That is so key. A lot of people will think that that's a very selfish thing to do, but it's actually quite selfless when you can do that. I mean, it's a gift for really for everybody. So I want to thank you both for having me on the show and allowing me the opportunity to share my message. You know, I, and, and I think it's so important that, you know, we all create together. We empower each other. We learn so much from, from people's experiences. So having a show like yours where you're providing the opportunity for people to listen, to learn something. And sometimes it is that one sentence, one sentence that can change your entire life. And I hope somebody has found something today that they can listen to that can inspire them to get to their next level, to be the best person that they are born to be. It's not a matter of having to change who you are. You're already perfect. You just have to realize that and recognize that and value yourself as the extraordinary person that you were born to be and that you are, not that you're born to be the person that you are. Thank you. Thank you, Tanya. Thank you all for listening today. Please take a moment to subscribe to the story in your head on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. Thank you all, and we'll see you next time. Bye.